<laughs> this is On Brand Brides, and I'm your host, Song King. That's song like you sing, and king like of the north. <laughs> if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. I hope you like it. And if this isn't your first time, then welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Either way, it really would mean so much to me if you could just take one minute to rate and review the pod on whatever platform you're using to listen. Thank you so, so much in advance. Okay, let's get to it. In episode two, I told Christine that I was once so overwhelmed with love at a wedding that I cried even though I had never met the bride or groom before. <laughs> Today, I have that very bride on. Not only is she a newlywed, but she's also made a career as a wedding planner. Now she's here today with me to talk about her wedding to her husband, Jeff, in October 2021, as well as some of her experience as a planner. Welcome to the show, Kate Murphy. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good. I didn't know I made you cry. That's so cute. <laughs> it was actually so embarrassing. Honestly, like Jeff and I will come home from a night out and I'm like, oh, I really want a good cry. Let's watch a wedding video. And he's like, this is... <laughs> toxic this is toxic and I'm like no it's great it's perfect <laughs> oh my god I love that I why have I not thought to watch our wedding video more often with my husband <laughs> oh my god I watch it all the time <laughs> <laughs> okay when you watch it what emotions go through your mind was the video everything you wanted the video was everything I wanted definitely definitely um it's like a roller coaster of emotions where I'm like oh my god I want to relive it so badly and then it's like oh my god I'm so funny and then it's like oh we're so sweet like this is so cute like it's I love it I love it so much I'm so excited to talk about that and then I also have a ton of questions for you um kind of just what what it was like being a bride with the experience that you have as a planner but before we get into all of that I want to give you kind of an opportunity to describe yourself your brand to the listeners sure yeah great question um, I mean, my brand is very, so it spans because I am a bride and, and I'm a planner and I do events as my career. So I'm very, very meticulous, but I was actually just on a work trip and someone described themselves as the ambassador of fun. And I was like, mm -hmm. I feel that. Um, so every wedding that I plan, every event that I do, I try to be, have the most fun brought into it, have it's very lighthearted. So everyone feels like they can be themselves and be, you know, happy and think of this experience as like a fun time instead of a stressful time. And I think that's what I try to infuse into everything that I do. How would you describe um, kind of like your brand as a couple, your husband, Jeff, I know that he is in a, what is it? A rock cover band? Yeah. Uh, I, it's the same. And it's, it's something that we love that we bond on all the time. He's an ambassador of fun too. He's <laughs> got a nine to five that's like a very 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 stressful job but he has a side hustle as I do in a yeah. 90s cover band that plays all over DC it's a blast they are so much fun um and then as it just goes along with that we're like we love music we love going out to new restaurants DC is finally on the Michelin star map so yeah. we try to make it oh my god so good so we try to make it our goal to go to a new restaurant good have a date night at least once every two weeks um and then I go to most of his shows. It's, I'm still not bored of it. And I know their set list back and forward. I'm the ultimate groupie, honestly. I love that. I mean, I feel like <clears throat> as someone with the band, that's your dream, right? That your wife like loves it. Your 
your music and comes to all your shows. Oh yeah. It's great. And I mean, he played at our wedding. He surprised me by yes. playing at our wedding. It was so much fun. I mean, it's just, it's like a fun thing that we have. I remember that they like got right up on stage, got the party started or when, when in the night did that actually happen? Cause to be honest, that night's a bit of a blur for me. <laughs> for you, my God, I was drinking dirty martinis all night. Like who thought that was a good idea? Wasn't that like your signature drink, a dirty martini? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. What an idiot. And I'm like, Oh, you know, we'll just have a couple, but everyone is bringing us one from like every, if they saw us yep. with half a martini left in our glass, they're bringing us another one. I was like, this is danger. I don't know if you've ever seen this in your experience with weddings, but at my wedding we had Adam and I had a designated waiter where anytime our cup was like empty, he would have a new one. And when he wasn't refilling my drink, I have no idea where this man was. He would just disappear and reappear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's such a thing. It's it's funny too, because you have all your friends, you've got your bridesmaids, you've got your family who want you to have a great time. So you've got them looking after you. You've got your planner who is it's their job to look after you. So they are constantly circling, making sure that everything's fine, that you're fine. And then you've got generally a designated waiter who's bringing you food and cocktails. So you've got all these people who are bringing you something and you're like, well, this night's going to be blurry. It's fine. Yeah. Well, no wonder everyone loves their wedding days. Like literally everyone is out there looking out for you, making sure you're having the best time. <laughs> I mean, you hope. I've also planned some weddings where some people are not looking out for the bride and it's, it's a nightmare, but at least you've got that buffer of people that can sometimes just build a, you know, a wall around the bride. For sure. For sure. Definitely have the right people. Um, okay. So about your wedding, when you were planning it, what was your vision? What was the vision for the wedding? Huh, so funny. So <laughs> the first time we planned it, it was a completely different vision. Jeff and I were obviously COVID canceled. We were first getting married in May of 2020, I guess. Right. Or 2019? When did it all hit? It's such a these 2020 days. was when we were in lockdown. Okay, so it was May 2020. Um, so I'd had I just had my bridal shower the weekend that everything, like right after that weekend, everything shut down. Uh, um, so I like I was sent home from work. Jeff was working from home. Everything was canceled, and I in my head was still thinking, no, this is happening. Like, no, this right. is happening. Like, yeah. Oh, Two years later, I'm like, okay. So the first time we planned it, it was it was out of it was going to be at a winery in Virginia. It was like this lovely, lovely venue. It was it looked like Portugal. That's what we loved about it. It was just gorgeous. Um, we would have to like bus people in from their hotels. Um, everything was going to be kind of like a pink and like just kind Ooh. of like a lovely like soft themes to it. It was May, so we we're bringing in like a lot of those soft colors. Then we canceled it. And um, our caterer, so it was an outside caterer for this venue. Our caterer went under and took all of our money with us, with them, and didn't tell us um, until they filed for bankruptcy. So that was uh, that was fun. <gasps> Yikes! Did you get your money back? Oh nope. <laughs> oh my god! We were repaying. I mean, we were only a month out, so we were pretty much yeah. paid up. Like we were fully in. Um, I think my dad actually did so he paid for everything on an Amex and I was very lucky to have my dad pay for everything. But, um, I think through Amex, he got something or maybe he got it all back. It was some sort of, because Amex is just 
so great. This is not an ad, but yeah. Amex sponsored this podcast. I would love if Amex wanted to sponsor me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shout out, Amex. I've got a platinum card. <laughs> Send them our way. We'll, we'll use it. Send me the black card. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, so I think they did end up doing stuff, but the, the caterer was an absolute POS. Like, to- didn't tell anyone. We ended up having to get on a call with them and a judge and there was a ton of other us on there and people were on there being like, that were livid. It was bad, bad, bad. Oh my um, God. And I don't think they've ever reopened since. And then my venue was, I was trying to, you know, pull like a force majeure, like, Hey, we can't have this, but like, yeah, let's kick it down the line. They were like, actually, no, you have to rebook with us within this year or, but it's going to cost you. And we have no dates within this year from Wednesday to Sunday. So you have to get married on a Monday or Tuesday. Are yep. you kidding me? Or you kick it to next year and you have to pay us an extra some thousands of dollars because oh you're pushing God. it a year down the line. And I was like, okay, but we actually can't have it on our date. What's like, what is going on here? And they're like, actually you can. Based on Virginia law, you can have it with 15 people or less. <laughs> uh at that point, we had 200 people on our guest list. My yeah. dad has cancer, COPD, Parkinson's. His father has Parkinson's. I was like, you are putting our family at legit risk by telling us to do this. So we had to get a lawyer involved uh, to write a strongly worded letter. We have a lot of lawyer friends, thank God. Um, and they ended, up, they ended up finally releasing us and giving us our deposit back and saying, you know, we just actually don't want to deal with you people anymore. And I was like, great, fine with it. Like, whatever. Deuces. Um, <laughs> and then we replanned it in an entirely different wedding, like a whole new wedding where we got married actually in the heart of DC. It was right on the Georgetown waterfront. Everyone was staying at a hotel that you could walk from. Um, it was in fall instead of May. We completely changed our colors. It was in a restaurant, not a winery. It was a whole new wedding. And honestly, it was the best thing that could have happened to us. Okay, why? I honestly, I don't know why we didn't think that we should just get married in the heart of Georgetown to make it easier for everyone. I don't know why we were shipping people two hours away to Virginia. I think maybe we thought that it was just going to be way more expensive in DC, but then we found this company that we found a restaurant that we knew of. Um, Mm -hmm. It's huge. It's publicly traded. So we knew they weren't going to go under, which is a big thing. (laughs) Oh, that's Um, very smart to look into. I would never have thought of that. (laughs) Oh, once you're burned once, I mean, God, shame on me, right? So uh, after we had like talks with them and they told us their pricing model and like, this is what you get. And like, we pay for your hotel stay over here. And this hotel is like really great and whatever. Um, It was just like, why didn't we think to do this in the first place? This is so much easier. Now we don't have to pay for transportation. We're actually saving a bit of money to have it all in one place. So we can get a band and a DJ now. Um, it's it just all kind of like fell into place. Definitely sounds like everything kind of worked out. Maybe like the second time around, you're like, okay, cut out the nonsense, the things we don't really care about and get people together all in one place. Take out too many logistics. Do you feel like maybe your initial kind of vision for the wedding was maybe a result of planning you had done prior to getting engaged, kind of like all that anticipation and whatnot? Yes. I mean, definitely. I knew most of the vendors in DC and in the surrounding areas. So I just knew kind of what it took to get married in the city in most of the places that people typically do. So like the weddings that I planned before were at the Smithsonian's, were at the museums, were at like the historic houses, which are too small for what we were envisioning. 
yeah, it was just, um, I think I was just pulling from my experience and not really branching out like I normally would for even my own couples. Like I just wasn't doing it for myself. Um, and then was just thinking, oh, we're going to have this lovely, like picturesque wedding in the countryside and it's going to be at a winery and why not? Um, but now that I'm, I'm like, that's just not us at all. <laughs> not even a little bit us. Like we're more city people. We love, you know, music and bustling and we love restaurants. It's just, it, I think I was just kind of romanticizing it a little bit too much. And then once I pulled back and thought of the things that actually mattered to us as a couple, it became a no brainer. of This is exactly what we should have done in the first place. Yeah. I feel like going into a wedding, you kind of get this idea of like weddings are like this. So I want to do, you know, my version of like what the wedding is, but really it should just be like a version of one of your parties. That's a wedding. Yes, exactly. Like we always invite people out to Jeff's shows. We go to concerts, we go to dinner. Like why wouldn't we make that our wedding? Why would we go a full 360 just because? Yeah, exactly. Keeping it on brand. <laughs> so did you have a planner at all or did you do all the planning? So I did most of the planning, but uh, one of my really close friends and who I actually work with off um, off on our side hustles is my friend Jordan, Jordan Von Lang, and she's amazing. I'd met her years prior, uh, knew that she had already done weddings, so I asked her to be my day of, and she crushed it. Um, thank God I had her, honestly. My dress, it's like things had just continuously kept going wrong all day long, as they do. Oh, really? They always do. Oh, my yeah, God. Of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> they always do. Um, but she was just, she, it's, I would say, even if you think you know what you're doing, or even if you're in this business, have a day of, because things will go wrong and you don't want to deal with it. It is so important to just be able to like, can you please go tell someone to turn down the air? Or he's like, can you please go find my father? And I don't have to go <laughs> run and do that. And I think it's like, you know, that your coordinator is like there and being paid to do it for you. Whereas I know for me, I would have times where, I didn't want to ask one of my, you know, bridal party or family or something. I was like, oh, well, they're guests too. I want them to enjoy themselves, not be running errands for me. Um, so yeah, that's really smart. I, w I did have a coordinator though. I just am bad at delegating things. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. I even sent like our, to my own vendors, I sent like our detailed, I always do this with my weddings where there's a week out, I send it full details of here's how you load in, where you'll load in, what time you'll load in. Here's all the hashtags wow. that you need to know, all the handles you need to know. <laughs> I sent that. And she's like, can you step back? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. You're right. I need to step off. She's like, go get a massage. Go get a facial. Get the hell out of here. I'm like, yep, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Did you regret at all doing all the planning for your wedding? No, it would have driven me nuts not to. Okay. Um, I think there are some things that I, there are some things that I definitely regret. Um, that I really wish I had thought of, but that is like hindsight 2020. I think every bride has probably come up with a couple of things that are like, I wish I had not done this. Um, like for example, I wish I had had a second dress for the night. I honestly wish I had changed. Um, and that's just on me having spent so much money on this dress that I had to buy off the rack because it was so designer, so high class and it broke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, at what point did it break? Uh, well, right when the band was, um, it was right after Jeff got on stage. Um, one of the, it was a corset inside. So it had these like very sharp, you know, and one the of them just the boning. Yep. And yeah. one of the boning just popped right out. 
was like totally stabbed me. I was bleeding. Um, oh my God. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 So I, I go to Jordan. I'm like, oh my God, do you have anything? And now being a really good planner, I'm glad she did this. She was like, I can tape it, but like, I'm not going to ruin your dress because that's such a liability. Like it's, you know, I spent thousands of money on this dress. It, it could come back and bite you in the ass. I mean, it's a priceless, you know, artifact after the wedding. It's still, um, so she tapes it up and within five minutes, my best friend, Krista, is across the room, sees it and is like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't know, the boning. She rips the tape off, uses her teeth to rip the boning out of my dress and is like, all right, we're good now. And I was like, all right, we're good now. Like, well, this is great. And that was it for the rest of the night. Yep. Oh my God. I'm like too yep. stunned to speak. Like, yep. yep. It was like a whole scene. It was, a, And then I was immediately back out of the dance floor with another yeah. martini in my hand. Just like, yeah. all right. But like, had I had, you know, a second look, we could have avoided this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you also, you didn't, um, you didn't do pictures between ceremony reception. I remember you joined us for the cocktail hour. So that could have been like a time you could have changed as well. I mean, definitely, but I actually, that's one of my biggest things that I say this to brides too. Like in, if you can, if you're okay with doing a first look, do it, get it over with. You want to be at your cocktail hour. It's the best time for you to go around to every guest and say hi. You can eat, you can get some drinks, you can get some fo- candid photos. I think it's the most, I think it's the most underrated time that people always think like, oh, I can just kind of skip it. But like, you really don't want to. I completely agree. I think it might've been one of my favorite favorite parts of my wedding. It was definitely the time where I spent the most time with my guests where, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not doing anything else. You're not listening to speeches or eating or whatever. You're literally just hanging out with people, getting drinks, eating the delicious snacks. Um, You guys had a raw bar, right? We had a lot of bars. Yeah. We had a raw (laughs) bar and we had a um, like Asian food station that had like sushi and like pan fried noodles and stuff. Yeah. I made a mistake of eating way too much at the cocktail hour. (laughs) Everything was so good. That is a problem. Yeah. That is a problem. Yeah. Um, and that does happen a lot too. But we were, I mean, Jeff's entire, he's a very Italian, Italian Jersey family. So like his mom would never let us have just like pass hors d'oeuvres. It would have been an absolute faux pas. So like we we did cocktail hour up and I was like, and I actually, I also dislike kind of the, like dancing in between cocktail hour and dinner, kind of like just getting it all over with so that we can mm-hmm. get to the dance floor and have fun for like three hours. Um, so we went right into dinner, which I think people were like, I'm going to die here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of food being eaten, but you're like, I wanted you to leave full. <laughs> yeah. Now I think that probably hindered a lot of people getting a little bit buzzed, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what the after party's for. That's true. That's true. And there was an after party for you guys, which was also on the waterfront, like at a bar in the harbor or whatever. Um, So I thought that was really cool. It was like a cool experience being at a wedding where you were socializing with people and everyone's like, hey, we're going to go grab a drink at the bar outside all together. And we're able to kind of stick together and stay social. I thought that was really nice instead of, like you said, like having to do transportation to somewhere else for the after party. Yeah, it was great. Nobody lost steam. Everyone just went straight to the bar. The bar was really great to us. I mean, my mom stayed out with us hanging oh. out. Like she was she was raging. She was having so much fun. But I feel like if we had gone back to the hotel, people would have been like, oh, I'm just going to go up to my room or whatever. For sure. For it sure. worked out really, really well. It worked out really well. The bar, 
the bar was probably less than thrilled, but. <laughs> Were you still but, in your wedding dress when you went down or did you change into oh, a. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you literally dress. did change out of that dress. <laughs> no, didn't. Jeff dragged me back to the hotel room in that dress. Like, yeah, no. That dress was glued to me at that point. Um, you kind of talk about like the dress being something you regret a little bit. Are there any other things where just looking back, you just wish you did differently? So there is one and it's it's tough. So the year that we were planning in between the first and second wedding, my parents actually um, got a divorce. Um, oh. Yeah, it was ugly. It was wicked ugly. And at that time, my sister also was diagnosed with breast cancer. So it was just like a oh really, God. like, it was like a rough ass time. Um, yeah. I had lost my job due to COVID. It was like, Jeff was like, are we going to make it down the aisle? And I was like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, let me stick on it over a bottle of wine. Um, <laughs> so it was just, it was rough all around. And because of that, a lot of things had to be kind of managed and changed. Um, because uh, my brother, sister, and I were kind of all acting as therapists at the time as well. So it was, my mom didn't think it was fair that she wasn't giving a speech and that my dad was, or that, you know, he was walking her, he was walking me down the aisle and she wasn't. And so I feel like because of that, I made a lot of concessions just to make people happy. Um, and like allowed, I took away his speech at the wedding. I had him do it the night before, which honestly I actually am kind of glad I did that but um I had both of them walk me down the aisle and in retrospect I wish I just walked myself down the aisle um I I see a lot more people walking themselves down the aisle I kind of like it I love it I love it it should be your moment honestly um now I'm a narcissist so that that (laughs) I guess I am too I was gonna say like I want this to be about me (laughs) because I don't like I don't really buy into the whole like someone's giving you away like no one's giving me away um so I'm not into the symbolic moment but I did have both my parents walk me down so yeah yeah and you know we have those photos and it's lovely but they also don't really want to be in photos the two of them so it's like well we have these photos but like for who? Yeah. Um, so just like small things like that, where I think brides do this a lot too, when it comes to families where, you know, they make small concessions here and there. And I'm like, do you actually really want to do this? Or like, do you feel like you need to? Um, and it's always a conversation during weddings of, you know, what do you actually want to do? And how, how do you actually want this to play out? Because I would rather just to have them make me the bad guy and say, you know, actually my my planner suggests it's been a good idea. Like you can go yell at her. She'll take it. Like, How often do you feel like as a planner, you are stepping in for brides to be like, Hey, let me deal with this for you. Like, especially with family kind of relationships. I always make it an option. I'm always like, listen, put my phone number on your website so that if guests want to ask a question, they come to me first and not you. And then if I feel like I need to escalate it to you, we'll do that. Same with families. I'm like, listen, if you want to make me the scapegoat, go for it. I know, like, I'm not coming to Christmas next year. I don't need to be (laughs) at the holidays or the birthday parties. They can forget my name after this whole day, or they can use it as an anecdote of we hated your planner. And that's fine. At least you and I know that we did this for you and you got what you wanted. Um, Yes. How often they use it, it varies. And, you know, some things it's, it's very minuscule of like my planner said that it's not worth it to do X, Y, Z. And people are like, fine. On the other side, it's like my planner is going to call security on you. And I'm sorry, that's her call. Yeah. Oh, my God, wait, does that happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. Oh, yeah. 
Um, only a handful of times. Okay, talk to me. What were some of your favorite moments of your wedding? I loved our vows. When I come home watching when I need a good cry. Um, you already I know I'm a it. fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad we wrote our own vows. I'm so glad we did it together in front of all the people that we love. So we got it on video. That was one of my biggest. Um, then for reception, I, I mean, my brother-in-law's and my sister's speeches, I have them um, hung up. Oh, and my brother officiating. My brother officiated our wedding. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, that's really yeah. special. I really, really, really loved that. Oh, that was another thing too. In Virginia, it was like, it was so, it was just wicked hard for him to get the license. You just, you had to have like a church back you up and like all this stuff. And we're not really, really? religious people. Yes. But in DC, it was like, oh, here's your card, whatever, go for it. <laughs> so that was another good, good thing about changing the wedding venue. He was going to officiate it for the first one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But then it was like one of those things where he couldn't get it through. So he was going to officiate it. But then we would actually have to have someone like a justice of the peace. An actual official officiate. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, speeches are common, but I mean, my brother-in-law, my sister and my brother all just blew it away, blew it away. I was bawling my eyes out. So that was one of my favorite moments of the night. And I watched those videos all the time, too. I mean, my sister's speech was out of control. I actually remember I cried during her speech too. She was your maid of honor, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I definitely remember. <laughs> and she's my best friend in the world. My brother and sister and I are, are so lucky. We're very, very, very close. So it was just like beyond special just to have them. And I just, I lost my damn mind crying at her speech. Oh, I love that. I feel like those speeches are really just like, I mean, they're for you. Um, not like the whole audience or not all the guests and everything. So I'm glad that it had that, that effect on you. <laughs> yep. And then I think the last thing, we had a DJ and a band. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know so many vendors. We had a DJ. Oh, I forgot. Our original DJ that I actually knew dropped out two days before the wedding. <gasps> um, yeah. Ah. So Jeff actually used his connections with the band um, to, to find us someone, which thank God I was like I was like I can't I can't deal with this so two days before fun. is like criminal <laughs> I think he just didn't want to do it um uh, but it was just yeah it was so because we had had him from the last wedding we'd kept him over got it um got it. real quick was when you say you had a DJ in the band the band you're referring to Jeff's band right or did you have another band on top of that no so the band that played at our wedding was a they're they're called the pop rocks they're goddamn amazing they play all around dc too we know them because jeff knows all the bands that play around but they do pop covers in like a rock like sound um but it sounds like it's you know nine inch nails or something you know something crazy so they played at our wedding jeff just got up there for two songs but that wasn't jeff's band okay i knew he was like up there for a little bit jeff's band was in the audience okay 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 i i've been wondering about that for a while i was like how much of his band or his wedding was he working (laughs) no 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 jeff's band was in the crowd hammered um got it he got up with his lead singer adriana actually they did the first song the country song together and then he got up by himself later in the night to do Blink-182. But I remember um, the Blink-182. <laughs> yeah. But the band that actually played at our wedding, Pop Rocks, they, um, they, yeah, they just crushed it. They were so much fun. And how did you kind of decide timing-wise for like band, DJ, et cetera? So for bands, you always have, there's always someone within the band, if you have a band at your wedding, that is like the DJ, the MC. So when the band takes generally two to three breaks, one to eat, then one like midway through, 
and then they're pretty much done. Um, so I just knew we would have the DJ do our pre-ceremony music, our ceremony, our cocktail hour, then our first dances. Um, then he did like the first couple dances that we went out there and then Pop Rocks went on. They took a break, DJ was back on, then they came back, that type of thing. So it was just kind of seamlessly, it just worked out and it just ended up being that someone in the band didn't have to be an MC and have to be the DJ as well. We had them kind of separate. Okay, that makes sense. Instead of kind of just like, oh, it's band for this set and then DJ for the rest of the night or something was interspersed. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It was a party. It was a lot of fun. Lots of dancing. Um, I feel like the venue that you had, it was intimate. So it felt like everyone was all up in there. Sometimes I go to a wedding where the dance floor or the space feels too big and it just feels like not enough people are partying or too spaced out. I don't know. No, definitely. And that's also one of the things that I kind of steer brides toward is like don't have too much going on that get your people off the dance floor if dancing is one of your big priorities. So you don't need photo booths and you don't need games outside and you don't need, you know, all the things, cigar rolling and whatnot. Um, it just moves people away from, you know, the party, which mm-hmm. is, unless that's your thing, unless, you know, dancing isn't your big priority, then absolutely have all those things in there. But for us, it was a huge we just wanted to have a massive party with all of our friends. So it was just easier to kind of cut out those costs and not have people kind of moving around. Yeah, I have the unpopular opinion that I do not like games and photo booths and stuff for that very reason where it's like, where is everybody? Like, oh, they're all outside taking pictures or something. It's like, no, I want them in here hanging out with me. Yep, exactly, (laughs) exactly. What about like details? Any like small details that you really loved about the wedding that maybe guests may not have noticed? Gosh, I actually do kind of hope they notice this, but for our- Or um, yeah, let's reword that as details (laughs) that you hope your guests notice. Uh Our wedding favors- So generally, I think wedding favors can either be such a good personalized gift or a total waste. We did neither of that. We ended up giving out Pedialyte and Liquid IV to everyone. I thought that was genius. It was like a whole little bar of just like Liquid IV. (laughs) And it was the best. That was great for us and hopefully our guests too. I hope it helps a little bit to the the Sunday scaries. Okay, so I did notice that detail. So you're safe there. (laughs) I did it. I did it. Yeah, and then just small things like I really... I think our photographer was top. She was so amazing. Tori's here. She is just one of those photographers that you never really see, but she got so many. We came, she came back to us with 2000 photos and they were just so amazing. Like I love our photos so much. They're hanging all over our house. Like it's just, and I think that's just so, I always say photographer, after you book the venue, photographer is the next best thing because they book really fast. And you want one that you really love for your style too. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we had some film, we had some digital, we had some black and white, we had some color. And she just nailed, that was like our big thing and she nailed it. Um, so I, I think photographer is one of the biggest vendors, the most important vendors that you can book. How important is it to like interview photographers and stuff to find the right one? Oh God, interview everyone. They should know your vision off the get you should be able to see their instagram and see that it, it goes along with what you like um but i oh i think you should down to the florist you should be interviewing absolutely i think it's so important to really make sure that they from the jump 
understand where you're coming from, who you are as a couple, and then what mm-hmm. you're looking for. Good tips. Good tips. So when you were planning your wedding, are there things where you were like, I'm going to scrap that because I think it's either like dumb, not me, a waste of money. Were there details like that when you were planning your wedding? So, I mean, we talked about the photo booth and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think we actually, I think we put more into it than most people. I find more often than not that people don't get a videographer. Now I'm thrilled that I did. I watch it all the time, but some people don't watch it ever. Um, So that's like an easy cut for them. Bands versus DJ, that's always a really tough question to have of, you know, because bands are generally 10 times more than a DJ is going to be. Um, Wow, really that much? Yeah, definitely. Because you're paying per piece generally. You're paying per person when it comes to a band. Um, I guess that makes sense. You're starting with five minimum, but if you want horns, things like that, you've got a 10 piece band and yeah. call that a thousand dollars a person where a DJ can be a thousand dollars period. So that's a big one. That's kind of why we went with the DJ. It was more cost effective. Yeah, that's a huge one. Um, flowers too. Flowers are a massive cost that people don't realize until you get into the party planning part of it. And you're saying, you know, I want bouquets and I want these huge arrangements on every table and it can be easily 10K. Oh, and I have some floors that I love that I keep in my repertoire, but they won't talk to brides that aren't willing to at least start at 10K. So it's big. Yeah. And people will forget that. And so I've seen a lot of brides go more towards the candle table setting. Um, yeah. I'm so into that look. Mm-hmm. It's so romantic. Mm-hmm. Fake flowers, like silk ones. Or like for me, I just chose a venue where the greenery was like my flowers, but like the venue itself already had it built in essentially. Yeah. Gorgeous venues where you don't really need that much to like spruce it up are a huge thing. Um, and I say like people are moving a little bit away from those empty spaces where you really have to bring in everything, rented furniture and all that, which is a massive cost. I mean, there are just so many little things that once you get into the wedding planning, you're like, I never realized that that's going to be an added cost, an added thing, you know, from I mean, food, food and beverage is going to be your biggest cost. Mm-hmm. And I think people just don't realize like every single hors d'oeuvre per piece is a cost. Every signature cocktail is a cost. Every piece of cake, even if you bring it in yourself, there's a cake cutting cost. It's just everything. And this is how weddings get so expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Was there anything that your experience as a planner did not prepare you for as a bride? They'll, they'll always tell you. And I always tell my brides too. It, it goes really fast. It goes really fast. Try to take those little moments to just connect or be alone or like step back and watch it. I, I mean, I could have told every single bride that till I was blue in the face and still my day went way too fast. So now I'm glad I have those photos and those videos, but I feel like I blinked and it was over and I was like, no, no, wait. I've been planning this for two years. Please bring it back. I know, especially with like the rescheduling and everything. I feel like it's been building up for like years, literally. And it's just like over like that. Yeah, it's so, it's so quick. So it's great when you can have like, a few little moments that you really like step back and say, this is amazing. This is exactly how I wanted it to be. This is, we're all having so much fun. Um, Because if you don't, if you're kind of filling your night with so many things back to back to back, then it's just, it's going to be over before you know it. Yep. Yep. And that's why we, we joined the cocktail hour. So like get time in with your guests while you can. Yep. 
Exactly. Join the cocktail hour. Don't pull yourself away to do, you know, different kinds of, actually, I do really love sunset photos. I was going to say sunset photos. <laughs> I think they're actually so amazing and they don't take that long, but there are other <laughs> things that you could do, you know, like fake exits, real exits, garter yeah. tosses, okay <laughs> tosses, all of that. I had my um, father-daughter dance during golden hour with the sunset and like I had pictures with my dad and I love those and it's so nice because I have amazing pictures with Adam throughout the day in different places already but like I didn't really have any photos with just my dad and I think those might be my favorite photos so oh, that's really sweet I really really love that yeah that's great that's perfect yeah well new tip for your repertoire <laughs> yeah there you go there you go. Sunset photos with your dad. Well, do you have any kind of like final thoughts, tips, advice, whatever for listeners out there? Oh my gosh. Hire a planner. Yeah. Always hire a planner. And delegate to them. Let them do their job. <laughs> try to have fun. Just try to have fun with it. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be a second job. It shouldn't be stressing you out. It should be fun. You should be able to look back on the process and be like, this was totally worth it. This was great. It brought us closer together or, you know, expanded our reach or something. Um, so just try to make it as fun as humanly possible. Don't stress. There will always be something to stress about, but yeah. if you can just learn to let it go, it's going to help you in a million times more ways. Well, thank you so much, Kate, for coming on. Where can listeners find you? Sure. Yes. Yeah. So my planning business is at Snapped Events DC. That's S-N-A-P-P-E-D Events. DC. Um, yes. So if they, you ever need anyone, I travel, I'm there, please. Yes. Or Pick any advice, honestly. Yeah. I will give any advice for free at all times. If you need just a vendor recommendation in this area or outside, I'll help you find one. It's, you know, I'm here to help. Um, I will definitely also be including your Instagram in the description of this episode so people can look at it. And yeah, I hope We'll probably have to have you on soon because I feel like you probably have like a thousand stories you could talk about. <laughs> I have enough for a buck. I want to get a list together of top questions from our listeners. We'll have you back on and help answer them. <laughs> oh my God, I would love that. Yeah, questions for the planner. Please let me know. Yes, yes. New segment coming. <laughs> All right, thanks, Kate. Thank you so much. Oh, Kate. The next time you're on, I'm definitely making sure that you share some of your more scandalous stories from your experience. <laughs> what did you think of my conversation with Kate? What questions should we ask her the next time she's on? DM me and let me know. This is my eighth episode and I'd really love to hear your thoughts or pretty much any feedback you have. Or even better, let me know if you know anyone who might want to come on the pod to talk about their wedding. I'm at Song King on Insta and at Song Song King on TikTok. And last but not least, please, please, please rate and review the podcast. It really does help so much and I really do appreciate it. Okay, love you. Bye.